0: Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business.
1: Hear from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland with your host, Tiffany Anton, director at the Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Pinson Oakley Podcast Center. Today I have Lindsay Bruce with me and I'm really excited to talk more about her overall journey into entrepreneurship. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so you started with Lenny and Eva, correct?
0: I did. Yes.
1: So, um, that's kind of your main hat that you wear, but that Mm -hmm. was not enough for you. (laughs) So you have an offshoot of...
0: I do. Yes. So I also, um, I work Lenny and Eva full time and all the brands that we have there, um, and love that. And then on top of that, I kind of do some basically the same work, but for other local businesses, they don't have to be local, but that's primarily who I work with, um, doing a lot of the same things. So, some digital marketing, social media management, um a little bit of design,
1: that sort of thing. And that's Lindsey Bruce Creative. Yes. And so that's um kind of what you do for your full-time job, you're able to help other small businesses, either local or I mean, could the, be remote. Yeah. The world is your oyster these days with the internet, so you yeah. you can have clients all over. So, let's go back to the beginning a bit. Mm-hmm. So, as a kid, What were your passions? What were your talents as a kid growing up? Um, I definitely would say that I was
0: creative. Um, We have some members of our family who are really artistic. And so watching that, I would definitely say I picked up on that creative gene. Um, Kelly, uh, the founder of Lenny Neva, is my cousin. So watched her do all her creative stuff as well. Um, So, yeah, I would definitely say that I have a creative background. So not to put
1: too much um ageism out there but <laughs> kelly is a little bit older than you she is yes so um h- how old were you when lenny and eva started so, i
0: can't do math that fast um so lenny and eva was founded in 2009 and then i started in early 2012 um know, so i was into my you, i was it, early 20s okay early 20s so,
1: when they when it started um, when you when, started. when I started. Okay. Yes. So um, so you were a teenager yeah. kind of watching this. And so were you interested in this company that was starting? So Lenny and Eva, for our listeners, is a jewelry, a women's jewelry brand mm-hmm. um, to kind of wear jewelry to express where you're at in your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's an inspirational jewelry brand. Um, Some interchangeability in that inspiration as well was kind of what founded the initial concept was being able to kind of choose your mantra or whatever inspiration that you needed for that day or that season of your life, Um, be able to wear it on your bracelet as a reminder, and then... As women, I think that we change our minds basically <laughs> hourly, or especially every day, and with different seasons and chapters of our lives. And so you can change out that, that inspiration so as you need it.
1: When you're a teenager, watching this company mm-hmm. kind of start, and in in Baxter, you you grew up in Baxter. You're mm-hmm. a, you're a local girl too. Yeah. Um. And so what what made you? Were you interested in it, or were you just like, oh, that's you know, Kelly doing her thing. <laughs> so
0: like... Kelly was kind of secretive when she first started it, And I actually saw a bracelet at the market on the square in Cookville before I ever even knew that it was her. Um, so I saw a bracelet at a Lenny Neva bracelet at the market and shopping. And i I think it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, not really sure you know came all the family got together and I was like oh I saw this really cute bracelet at the market and then Kelly and my aunt kind of look at each other and then my aunt's like can I tell her can I tell her and so then she told me so that is actually how I found out it was a little bit kind of on the hushed in the beginning and so I liked
1: it before I ever even knew that it was hers that's so interesting because it is such a family brand Mm -hmm. and family company and so I just you know picture like you know in the like Christmas newsletter, like Kelly's saying, like <laughs> we're all starting this company together. Oh uh, and- no, no, no! She's she's a she's a quiet succeeder, I think. So, were you interested? Kind of, what made you want to get involved with that that company? Yeah. So
0: it actually. I worked in a really corporate job like all through um, college. I was going to college and they were phasing out the department that I was working in, which was definitely a blessing because I probably would have stayed there just because it was comfortable longer than what I should have. Um, So I was in between jobs. I knew Kelly kind of had this. At the time, didn't realize how big it was, but I kind of was like, I knew she ran her own business. She worked from home. And so I was in between jobs trying to decide what I was going to do, and I just text one day. And I was like, hey, I don't know if you need any extra help, but, you know, I've got time. You know, I'm not working right now if you need some extra hands. And it was very much a, yeah, I mean, you can... Come and and maybe part time and do a little bit and then I think I was there for like two days and she was like okay do you want to be full time (laughs) because it was really busy at the time so it went from a maybe you could help me pack out some boxes to you're gonna stay here for a while and
1: what were you so you mentioned college did you Mm -hmm. go to Tennessee Tech I
0: did I went to Tennessee Tech
1: and were you doing graphic design or photography or like that kind of business type stuff there? Um, I got a business marketing degree. So that's definitely
0: was my interest all the way through um, college. I just didn't really know exactly what type of job I wanted while I was in college or even right after. I was kind of still figuring that out. And then, like I said, I went to Lenny and Eva to pack out boxes. I mean, not to use my degree in any way. It was just I was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then it kind of turned into my dream job.
1: So at the time when you entered Lenny and Eva, do you think that they were doing branding, marketing okay enough at the time? Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely think that Kelly
0: um, has always had a really good eye for that stuff as well. And she really knew her brand. So, I mean, I think that we've developed that and changed it a million times, you know, over the years, but um, she's always had a, I think a really good concept do of her brand. Do you think you had,
1: you had the confidence to know that you had some skills to bring other than packing boxes
0: <laughs> to the table, too? Um, yeah. I mean, I think that I... I Probably would, not not right away. I a, would not say that I was, like, super confident in I'm the expert at yes, this. Yeah. Um, but I have, I think, definitely a personality of I could figure out how to do anything and so if we had a need there, whether it be packing out boxes or we had a need to create a you know, newsletter or whatever it was, I would be like, okay, I can do it.
1: I'll do yeah. it. I'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Powered by Her and the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry. And we have Lindsay Bruce, who works full-time for Lenny and Eva, but you have your own side thing mm-hmm. as well. So at what point in this journey did you decide, I... I kind of like this and I want to do a little bit more with this and I want to help other people do what we're doing. Yeah, Um, I would say it probably got really serious for
0: me in the last couple of years. Um, And it really started with a friend who knew that I worked at Lenny Neva, knew what I did at Lenny Neva. And she was like, hey, I really want to do this website. I have no idea. Like what I want to put on here. I need some pictures. Can you just come take some pictures for me? Can you help me? How do you do email marketing? Like, where do I start? You know, and she had tons of questions and just had no background at all in starting that. And so it really started with me just offering some help to her. And then I was like, oh, well, that was fun. Like, you know, that was a lot of fun. I got to help her kind of launch that and, and grow her business a little bit more. Hopefully that all helped her. And so then I was like, I I could do this like I have enough time to to do this a little bit where did you
1: gain the skills for photography like that did you I mean because you're yeah you are a great photographer (laughs) um I
0: I started started taking pictures at Lenny and Eva so I take a lot of the product photography there um we do have little mini you know photo shoots at the office all the time and so I just think over the years Kelly's been like, oh, you should do this or you should try this. And she was a photographer in a past life as well. Um, and so I think it just kind of slowly
1: developed. So you have never taken any formal photography no. classes no. or anything like that. How do you, did you, did you self-teach editing of mm-hmm. photography and stuff like that? Yep. And Yes.
0: I think you can figure anything out
1: if you I, well, that's have a, the time to do it. It's, it's amazing to me at this point in, in the, the world or, or, technology mm-hmm. that what what is open to us yeah. and then I think I, I had a guest on here a, 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 m- a couple months ago and she had started a non 20 years ago and I'm like how do you even know how to do that Yeah, like, you, there's no internet around <laughs> like we're just in this age where we like just Google our, it. our fingertips and we don't even think about like going to the library <laughs> or reading right. a book yeah. to figure out how to do photography yeah so. I
0: mean I think I think now there's definitely times Even now that I'm like, huh, I wonder if there's a better way to do that or taking online classes. I listen to podcasts regularly. I would definitely say I'm an addict. Um, I take lots of
1: online courses. I try to just. How do you find how do you weed out what's a a good online course as opposed to a useless online course? Yeah. Um. Usually I'll start
0: with like a free most of the time if any any legitimate course creator is going to have some type of freebie um, or a free course or a free worksheet or something that you can kind of sample their work a little bit. And if it seems like they're on the right track of something that I might need to know how to do, then I'll usually start with something free and then say, okay, yeah, I, you know, I think they could teach me something and then I'll pay for their course.
1: So when you decided to help this one woman Mm -hmm. with her business, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to be legitimate with this. I'm going to have this be a a side business or maybe possibly a full business at some (laughs) point. Um, So what kind of, what path did you go on? I know Kelly was probably a great mentor for you. For sure. But what pushed you to say, okay, I really want to do this? Um,
0: Honestly, I had a lot of fun doing it. You know, it wasn't necessarily that... I needed something else to do. I have three kids <laughs> and I work full time. So it
1: was just fun and I enjoyed doing it and it helped her a lot. I think sometimes that people think that there's a like sickness or something like that's your <laughs> hobby is to like work yes. more. What do you mean? Yeah. Exactly. But I think that that's everybody needs to find their passion and whether your passion is painting, you know, mm-hmm. for yourself on the side or working more and, you know, doing photo- doing photography or helping out mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, it's your passion. So. Right. Well, <laughs> it doesn't feel like work. Right. It just feels like fun. Yes. Which is kind of some of the stuff that I get to do in my job. I feel the same way. It's like, well, I really love it. So yeah. yes, it doesn't feel like work, which is kind of the way it should be, right? Absolutely. Um, so... You mentioned you just mentioned that you have three kids. I do. So tell me. So our listeners are mainly women, mm-hmm. and so tell me a little bit what that's like having <laughs> a full time job, a, a a company that you're essentially running, mm-hmm. and having and and you have a small guy that's he's ten weeks, ten weeks yeah. old, who looks like he's about <laughs> three yep. years he old. He was a chunk for sure.
0: <laughs> he's a chunk. Um.
1: So wh- how do you how do you do that? <laughs> um.
0: Lots of planning. Uh, for sure. And it's I mean, it's a juggle. I, I don't I wouldn't say that I spend, um, you know, hours and hours pouring into my business every single day. I mean, some days my kids are take all of my attention and then some days I get, you know, some time and I'm squeeze it in whenever I can, you know, and I work after they go to bed. I wake up before they do. Um, do
1: you think as women, <clears throat> it's easier to be a better mom when you're feeling your soul as well. For sure. So I think um, when you're just concerned about one thing Mm -hmm. and you're not really making sure that you're doing the things that you're passionate about too, um, then you feel all scattered and and frazzled. You know, think back to, so how old's your oldest? Six. He'll he'll be seven this month. Okay, so think back seven years ago or, or five, six. And, you know, as a young new mom... And probably thinking, I'm going to, you know, we just made the joke about the, the the sign on your car seat that says hand sanitized and all that yeah. stuff. You, you know, we have in our minds that we have to be these perfect mothers. Mm-hmm. And think of probably how much more efficient you are these days. Oh, for sure. Um,
0: I mean, I, I don't think that I would be doing everything that I'm doing now after my first. Um, I definitely think that I had that. I have to spend all my free time with my kids and I can't ever leave them for five seconds. And everyone that touches them needs to be wearing a bubble suit so that they don't get sick. And then the second one comes along and you're like, yeah, I mean, if you want to wear that, I don't you know, I'm I'm picking my battles these days. You know, I have two kids to get ready if you want to wear, you know, an orange shirt and purple shoes, whatever. And then by the third kid, I'm like, you know. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot more lax in some things. Do you you know, that, I'm like whatever makes them happy and what makes me happy. You know, I don't really care what other people. We probably
1: kind <laughs> of have to go through all that as moms to kind of get to where we need to be. But do you think if you could have like thought, okay, I'm just gonna, it's all gonna be okay, yeah. and I can work full time and I can have do my passions and still be about? Do you think that? we'd overall be better mothers and be just kind of better people if we could relax a little bit in the beginning.
0: I mean, even not related to motherhood, I think that as women, we spend a lot of time concerned with other people's perceptions of us and being like, if I go and I work full time, then I'm not the best mother. If I'm a stay-at-home mom, then I'm going to be judged for not providing for my family or whatever those kind of insecurities of our own are. And I think the sooner that... Um, I think in Rachel Hollis's book, it's one of my favorite quotes. It was like, no one else's opinion or other people's opinion of you is none of your business. And I think as soon as you kind of get to a point in your life where, you know, you don't really care <laughs> yeah. what other people think, if you're happy and your family's happy and you're healthy, and um, then that's all that really matters.
1: Yeah. We're going to get more into the details of your business in a second. You're listening to Powered by Her and the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton. And we have Lindsay Bruce here. And, um, Lindsay, so let's talk a little bit about really getting started Mm -hmm. when you, what were the first steps that you took once you, you know, kind of did this on the side, you understand brand awareness, photography, um, logos and colors and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. What, so then how do you convert that to a business? How do you actually start and go, okay, I'm, I'm legit and say, okay, I'm going to create Lindsay Bruce creative mm-hmm. instead of just eh, this is just my thing on the side.
0: Yeah. Um well I mean I think that it's important to monetize wherever you're spending your time if it's something that is a value to people and I think once I kind of helped my friend out and saw how much value that brought to her business and I'm like, you know, that's something I can I can offer to other people and my time is valuable. I mean, I work full time. I have three kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I want to be able to provide um extras for them too. And so I think that's kind of where it just started. It was like, if I'm going to spend so much of my time kind of doing this, then I need to monetize it. So you decided to monetize it. Did you create a website first? I did. Um, So I got legal, you know, officially get all your legal legalities done. And then, yeah, I started a website and then um, kind of gave my social media pages a little bit of a facelift and then
1: started promoting it. Yeah. And then and then did you get people to come right away or did you struggle with kind of getting the right clientele? Yeah, um, I would definitely say
0: that I got a lot of inquiries like right at the beginning. And I think because I do work full time and this is not necessarily supporting my family is I'm able to be a little bit picky and Mm -hmm. I'm able to say, you know, you're not the perfect fit for what I do. Um, And I'm not, you know, just grasping at clients coming in all the time. And I think that. um,
1: is was that tough for you to to say maybe this isn't the right client for me to work with
0: um i would say yes and no yes it's it's always hard to to kind of recognize that i think but then at the same time i have to be realistic with my time my commitments and so if i don't think that that's absolutely something that i can help them do or um if i'm 100% confident that i have enough time to do that then i think like i said i'm in a position that i can say hey I, you know, I think these girls might be better for you or this other business, um, you know, is really more in your niche. And I think that they would work out better for you.
1: Have you had any? So, you know, we're we're trying to make sure that people are either inspired to start a business Mm -hmm. or they're aware. So what are some pitfalls that you can come along the way of um, when you're starting a business, maybe clients that are difficult to work with Mm -hmm. or that you know awkward situations that you've been put in can you can you tell us about any of that that maybe sticks out in your mind hmm um I I honestly have
0: had excellent clients everyone that I've worked with has has been kind of a joy <laughs> really it's been a lot of fun so I don't necessarily say I have any difficult clients but for me, it would just be more time management, I think, and not getting, there are definitely times when I get really absorbed into something and I'm like, okay, it's been night. Lindsay, go to bed. Like, yeah. you know, it kind of, um, using your time. And, and I know that if I've sat and stared at something for too long, then, or if something's frustrating me that I'm not producing my best work. Um, so I think for me, it would just be, Kind of recognizing that and not spending so much time just pouring over something, you know, take a break, walk away, go
1: work out, you know, go to bed, Which <laughs> go I, do something else and then come back. I did see on your website that you do have planners available Oh on yeah, your website. Is that because you're so <laughs> –
0: Absolutely. <laughs> if it's not planner. written down, it's not getting done in my book. Are so. you a
1: phone – planner kind of person or you have to write it I do I physically
0: have to write it down at some point but if I'm on the go I will put it in my phone I'll make a note of it whatever but then I mean every night or morning I'm gonna go back to my phone, make sure I have everything written in a physical planner, yeah. and then I create a to-do list every single day. I
1: always want to have a physical, like I think it's pretty. I think it looks, but then I'm like, I never have that planner with me. <laughs> right. So I'm like, my phone's the only thing that. Is Mine's always, in my bag. You
0: have to bring it with. <laughs> I did see it's a habit. It's, a habit.
1: it's a habit. Big um, So, what are some words of encouragement you can you have for some women who are maybe thinking about starting a business, or they're in it and they're just kind of struggling a little bit? what what do you think you could tell them that might be useful
0: um i mean i would just say just do it i mean if if they're on the fence about starting a business then i mean i think you have to be smart and make sure that you're in a position you know that you've either saved enough money that you can really pursue it or you've got a you know kind of your side hustle in it for a minute but um I think just do it. I don't think that there's any reason that anyone couldn't own a business at any point in their life. I think you can work full time and have your own business. Yeah. And just follow your
1: passion. Yeah, I point. mean, it,
0: like I said, if it's fun and it's something you enjoy doing, then it's not It's not going to feel like work. It's not going to feel like a burden
1: to uh, do. What is next for Lindsey Bruce Creative? Hmm. Um, I don't know.
0: Uh, I definitely
1: want to keep, um, kind of keep doing what I'm doing. Um, Do you think you'll grow it to, you know, you you yeah. mentioned that you have clients. How, how did you find clients that are not local? Um,
0: so but honestly, just through my website and through social media. Um, I, you know, definitely spend time posting something every single day about my business and updating my website regularly. Um, so I mean, I've worked with people all the way to California. Um, have reached out, and so. The internet these days i think you can reach anyone yeah. you know as long as you're being consistent um you know in your online presence and what's next is i don't know we'll see i mean we'll keep keep growing it keep going
1: maybe we'll... do you see yourself doing it full-time
0: um no
1: <laughs> because you don't want to let go of Lenny and Eva, yes. or because yeah, yeah, because sure that's where you really your heart
0: really lies. Yeah, I mean that's just as much fun to me working yeah. there. So yeah,
1: we're going to talk a little bit more about your social media in a second. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I have Lindsay Bruce with me from Lenny and Eva and Lindsay Bruce Creative, and I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry. So you mentioned your social media and that you're posting all the time. And that's how people find you. Mm-hmm. I find it really interesting, and you and I have had this conversation about the book jab jab mm-hmm. jab mm-hmm. right <laughs> I, think yeah. I didn't know how many i couldn't remember how many jabs there were in there but J- jab 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 hook hook oh, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so tell me a little bit about i find it very interesting the way so are, do you do letting any of us social media i do mm-hmm. okay so i find it very interesting often how the social like just when I pull up the Instagram page it's very pretty Mm -hmm. it's not just here buy my product buy my product buy my product um and so tell me about that were you in in part of that when you kind of made a switch in the marketing plan Mm mm-hmm yeah. So tell me, I, that's got to be scary. <laughs> it's got to be scary to like think, okay, we're not going to just keep saying buy my, buy my, buy my, buy my, you know, yes. we're going to, we're going to pivot this and, mm-hmm. and tell me about them. Yeah. Um. So we kind of, like you mentioned the jab, jab, jab
0: hook. Um. And honestly, I don't remember exactly where we came across that. Sure, it was in a podcast um, originally, and we're like, you know, that's brilliant. I mean, no one wants to follow someone's social media if every single time they're posting, it's buy something from me. You know, explain a little little bit about how
1: what the book is. Yeah, so basically,
0: it's um, for you need to provide value outside of buy something from me. So you should be providing something to your followers. That's not asking them for any money at all. So um, whether that be inspirational content or tips and tricks or some behind the scenes of how you do something. um, And those should all just be things that you're doing regularly. And then every, you know, three or four posts that are offering value to your customers, then you
1: say, okay, Hey, Don't forget, I have this, and you hit him with a hook. So, what? So, you decided, okay, you found this Mm -hmm. book, thought, well, there's maybe there's something to this. Mm -hmm. Why, like, well, I mean, I definitely think kind of social
0: media for business has shifted in that people are always eager for information. um, And they want, I think that when you provide value to your followers, Like I said, in any, whatever that means for you, you know, for Lenny and Eva specifically, that's inspiration. Um, So all of our posts are going to be, our jewelry is inspiring. So our posts are going to be inspiring too. Um, And so the more value that you provide to your followers, the more that they're going to trust you, the more that they like you. And I think when you improve that trust factor, then you'll see that money follow. Yeah, and those sales follow.
1: So, so you decided to kind of switch and and turn things over. And were you scared at the time to to do that, or it just all made sense? And it just made like, sense. Yeah, I mean, do
0: this. Yeah, I think it made sense for us. Um, and I, th- I think it felt more authentic to what we did as a brand was to you know be an inspiration. That's that's right. our goal. So, um, it felt really natural
1: process for us putting the social media Mm -hmm. out there that way and so then how did you take that to lindsey bruce creative which your social media is just lindsey bruce right yes so it
0: um i honestly applied a lot of the same concepts um i enjoy being really motivational and inspirational for women i enjoy following accounts that are um you know empowering women or motivating women and so I kind of followed the same formula. That is very
1: interesting, putting out there what you want to see Mm -hmm. for the world, right? Yeah. I think I've gotten, I was, you know, into like following People Magazine kind of things and like the celebrity gossip kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is not good for me. (laughs) This is not feeding my soul. This is not making me feel more motivated. And, um, but then... You know, being able to be one of those sources that you put out there, mm-hmm. good content for other people, even from your personal page, which is you know personal. Half- what's what's the quote? Your vibe attracts your tribe. There you go. You yeah. know? So I think you is that on a um. <laughs> it's on... not, but maybe it should <laughs> there be. There you go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now we just created your next um. Uh, (laughs) sentiment that you guys are gonna write. Sounds good. You better write it down. Um, Anything else that you would like to tell listeners? Any um, about yourself or about kind of who are thinking in that direction? Like I said, starting a business or um, anything else that you want to kind of throw out there?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I think I would just encourage anyone who is thinking about starting their own business or feels like they have a really great idea is um, to just pitch it to somebody and maybe not your family. Yes. <laughs> you know, pitch it to someone who is successful. Um, and I always say if you're the most successful person in a room, then you should find a new room Yes, um, because I think everyone can grow and everyone can get better personally and in business. Um and so i would just say, just throw it out there, pitch it to somebody and get some feedback. And maybe you'll get some good advice on something that you didn't think about or some um, some area that you might not have thought about and that might be a pitfall for your business. And then you can kind of tweak it. And yeah. then I think that every entrepreneur Changes like I don't think that anyone started their business and it's exactly the same as when they started it. Um, I think that everybody grows and changes, and you know your website might look really bad when you first start, and your social media might not be that great, and you might not be really good at taking pictures right when you start. But the more you do it, the better you're going to get. And well, and
1: the thing is too, it's I'm I'm sure. That first website iteration that you started with like a few years ago, it, oh, it's pro- already changed. You're probably like, mm, that was not. I <laughs> thought it was so good at the time, yeah. but it was not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and know, I- and that's okay. I think people, you know, grow with you and they like what you're doing then, and they they'll grow with you as you build yeah. up your. You, you um, provide like almost some trust in you as as a an entrepreneur. Yeah, I think it's
0: okay the- to say I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think you have to convince anyone that you're. The expert, and you're the only person that knows how to do this. I think there's, it's completely normal to say, Hey, I started this business, I'm figuring it out, and I'm gonna do a really, really good job, and then I'm gonna continue to get better. Yeah, yeah, as you go.
1: Well, thank you for joining me today. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. Good luck. How can people find you, Lizzie Bruce, on Instagram?
0: Yeah, so on my website is lindsayjade.co, and you can also find me on Instagram
1: there as well. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hinton Oakley Podcast Center.